Hey, welcome to Closed Comments. I'm Sam. And I'm Nick. And this time we're looking at comments about people, living people, dead people. Fictional and... people? Did we say that we could or no? <laughs> I assume no. I assume okay, no I, did, I, didn't do any I did not do any fictional people. No orcs. <laughs> no wendigos. No, nothing supernatural. <laughs> well, if it's all... if they're like named, I would say that's like, I don't know. Well, all, all the people I'm not going to do pick. the Loch Ness Monster, Sam. I'm just saying. All the people I pick are confirmed to exist. So yes. Shakespeare is not one of them because... <laughs> Because <laughs> people are, there's some nut jobs out there who think Shakespeare didn't exist, right? Not only okay. that I didn't write his plays, but that he didn't even exist. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I, I might have something adjacent to that, but it's real. What sites did you look at for this one? Uh, mainly Reddit. I didn't really know where else to look. <laughs> Mine are from Reddit and... There's some YouTube bio videos, like biographies on these people. So this is best out of three. We each have comments on three different people. Perfect. Maybe a more streamlined episode. We'll see. Okay, so this first one comes from Reddit, and it's a Reddit called r slash squared circle. Yeah, the best Reddit. Are you familiar with it? Oh, I frequent it, even though I'm not like a, a person who, uh, you know, will, oh, will watch okay. a ton of wrestling, but I still go into squared circle fairly often. Is that like the main wrestling That's the Reddit? main wrestling one, yeah, okay. for everything. That explains why it's the first thing that came up. So this is a post by 2rain15 called Thoughts on the Blank. For years, Blank was one of the most respected people in the locker room and fans worldwide, but recently that's changed. When Blank went on Joe Rogan's podcast, it was an eye-opener when he stated that the current locker room was soft, how guys back in his day carried around guns and knives. Nowadays, guys are playing video games, and he missed when, quote, men were men, unquote. Based on interviews I've seen from older wrestlers, the locker room seemed like a toxic atmosphere with a lot of bullying and hazing. I'd rather have wrestlers today be complete nerds and playing video games with each other instead of partying while abusing drugs and alcohol. Rene Dupree came out and said that Blank ordered guys to ruin his suit and shoes because he didn't want to go out drinking with the boys. There's also a story of Blank getting mad at a guy who had a broken arm for not turning his phone in time during a meeting. Ever after the guy offered him whiskey as an apology, he still got him fired. Blank putting a stop to Punk's push because he dared to question why Cena had to wear a suit and he didn't. Also, him wearing a Blue Lives Matter shirt in TLR didn't help either. I will always respect Blank for everything he's done, but ever since he started doing more interviews out of character, his comments and allegations against him, I've kind of soured on the guy. Mm. Now, Sam, I don't know how much you know about wrestling, but this could be very any, little. This could be little. <laughs> this could be a number of people because back in the day, wrestling was, uh, yeah, it wasn't for the sissy boys. Everybody was an asshole. <laughs> Nobody was good, which is like cool that now everybody is like kind of like, oh, you Every know, everyone's this is a like, gamer. Everyone's a gamer, yeah, or everyone's like mostly, mostly because you know, wrestling was like for nerds, and so now all those nerds are grown up and they have, you know. They're like Adonis physiques, but they're still nerds. So I'm going to first guess because of the one thing you said about EM Punk and John Cena, I feel like it could be Triple H. I don't even know who that is. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Okay, that's not him. Okay, okay. I, I thought this that might be another name for this person, but no, that's not. Well, his real name is Paul Levesque or something. No, that's not this person because I do have their person. real name pulled up. 
Interesting. Okay. Is it Hulk Hogan? It is not. I do have another comment as well. I'm relieved that it's actually taking you any time to do this. Well, I don't really, I don't watch the Joe Rogan podcast. So I'm trying to think who, you gave me a lot to go off of, but that's why I think it could be a bunch of people. So let me try to think who maybe went on the, there was that one guy who's like now, can't be though. He's like not that, not that old. I thought, I feel like it's one of the old timers. Maybe is it Brett the Hitman Hart? Nope. Cool name though. Yeah, he's uh, he's cool. Is it Shawn Michaels? <laughs> You're saying a lot of names I don't know. <laughs> when That's you say fine. the name I know, then we'll know uh, you're right. The Joe Rogan podcast, I will say, is also like three hours, so... Oh, so it could be anybody? Does he have multiple guests Oh, no, guests the, this episode? particular episode he was on, I looked it up and I was kind of planning on listening to it. It's like two hours, 43 minutes. That's like, maybe later. <laughs> is it Paul Heyman? It is not. Do you want me to read the next comment? Yes, I'm just I'm also trying to think about how you went about this. So I wonder if you like knew about a wrestler or you just like went and like found like a thread about some wrestler and you were like, I'm going to choose this guy because Nick will know him, even though I won't. Do you know this wrestler now before finding the comment? I knew of them, but I didn't like all wrestlers. I didn't know anything about them. Okay, this is a wrestler that is right on the kind of cusp of people who don't know anything about wrestling. Of mainstream? That's yeah, fair. Knowing. Okay, I didn't guess that, like a few of them. All right, give me another one. He has one a Netflix before. reality show, I believe, when oh, I looked him up. Okay, give us another comment. LG Hikas says, I don't know if this is a thing newer fans are experiencing, but my opinion has changed. Pro wrestling until recent years was very carny, very toxic, if you want to say. It was also much tougher, rugged, a lot more drug use, etc. It's really only until until recently, post-Benoit, and more so now with AEW, in my opinion, the business has really cleaned up a lot of its act. I've watched wrestling the majority of my life since the 90s. This news coming out isn't anything that's unknown, to be honest. I think we can separate small stuff and focus on bigger issues. Wrestling has a huge, dirty, murky history, and it was industry-wide. The industry is an infinitely better place today than it ever was and has evolved for the better. And I'll just add, since I knew so little about wrestling, I didn't know that this basically could describe any wrestler. I thought this guy <laughs> might be unique. So I just learned some other stuff. People were comparing him unfavorably to Stone Cold Steve Austin. This guy was a wrestling heel. Isn't that the yes, bad yes. person? Is it Kane? Wait, th that might be someone else this person played. Who played <laughs> Kane? <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay. Um, I think I know his name. He's an elected official in like somewhere. Georgia? I don't think this guy's an elected official. I don't know why he would have stopped. I was going to say Vince McMahon. I think you're going for much deeper cuts than I would have really? ever. I'll say this guy has come up on previous episodes of this podcast. I've mentioned him as one of the few wrestlers I, I know at all. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't think, I thought that's, I don't know. Is it The Undertaker? <laughs> Correct. It's The Undertaker. Okay. <laughs> or Mark Calloway, I think his Mark name is. Mark Calloway, yeah. Is he known as a dick or no He's different just, than other wrestlers? Well, he just was like in it for so long that he probably was in the era where they were like hazing and doing really bad things and like you know then he got married and then he had a kid so then he kind of had to like clean up his act i'm sure and then he got older too i i guess i assumed he was a dick but i didn't know anything about it like allegation wise it's kind of too bad when the person plays like a villain and then they turn out to also be like an asshole in real life unfortunately it's kind of nice when the person plays a dick and they aren't in real life like yeah. apparently steve austin's like an okay guy people were saying in this oh okay he was gonna thing. be when you were i thought it because he was the only one that i'm sure because he has his own podcast that's like i would say the biggest wrestling podcast and he i thought i thought he would maybe be a dick but it's interesting because what you were saying about them portraying a heel 
and then being a not so great person in real life undertaker's been like around for forever like he started off as like a straight up bad guy because of him being an undertaker and being like unbeatable but then like over like years and years, like over the like 20 or 30 years he just like became like not a heel or a face and is just like the undertaker like everybody knows him everybody loves it loves him like he could never be like not like a fan favorite it's weird which is like not not something that like any wrestler probably can say like they all have to like go through their phases like the rock like he was rocky my via before and like everybody hated him and because he, he wore like tribal uniform and then when he became the rock he became a bad guy then everybody loved it so then he could when he became face again you know and same thing with stone cold steve austin he used to be called stunning steve austin and he he was like a sissy boy i guess to use another word is face like a good guy protagonist? Yeah, good guy, yes. So I was going to ask you, as we've established, I don't know anything about wrestling. So I thought you could run some wrestling terms by me to see if I can get any of them. Yes, and I feel like some of them are just like, they, they can be used in other industries as well, but I'll give you some. What is a mark, M-A-R-K? Is it used in the same sense as a con man would use it? Is it someone from the crowd who's used in some way? It is not, but it is relating to the crowd. Is it the wife who comes in the ring and turns out to be cheating with the other person they're about to wrestle? <laughs> or what? No. <laughs> the no, soap no, no, opera no. twist movie. <laughs> it's used to describe, I'll say, a group of people, a swath of people. And it's not just the audience at large back when they were lying about how wrestling was real. Correct, Sam. Oh, it, okay. It is. It's in short, it's a fan of wrestling business, but it is more often used to describe a fan who treats wrestling as if it's unscripted or completely unaware that it is. So like, I feel like it's a used by commentary be like, oh, I'm marking out. Like, it's like, I believe, you know, this is like awesome. Even though I know it's scripted and wrestling is fake. This is so cool. So was that um, a thing that was only used internally before they came? came out and said it's scripted no i would say i don't know where the etymology of it is but i feel like wrestling fans have created it and maybe it came from someplace else or maybe it was by the wrestlers themselves like you're all a bunch of marks but um what is a bump hmm. b-u-m-p bump uh, wait so okay so this is bumping or a bump uh, both it can be both and it's not just like throwing someone out of the ring or something sam i'm gonna give it to you because what a bump is it's the act of a wrestler hitting the ground or mat so like a suplex and a fall off a ladder are both considered bumps so it's just anytime one wrestler maybe unscripted maybe scripted attacks another wrestler and they fall over you know because obviously you're not going to fall over you get like hit every time you know it's just not how a real fight works right so it's the act of like show playing you know like kind of like one man hits the other one falls one another one hits another one falls so it's called taking a bump not okay. not not in the cocaine way but let's say what about over is there betting on wrestling no right because it's scripted i believe there is though <laughs> because which <laughs> is like we have the script <laughs> yeah some people do have the script but it's like also like the script is like you know once they're out there and it's live stuff stuff could happen you know it's, it's happened before where it's like what they intend isn't exactly what happens because maybe somebody missteps somebody gets injured they have to do a different ending on the fly there's another name for that um, but that's not what over is. Oh, that's a shame. I was thinking wrestling might be the one sport that escaped the way sports betting is just taken over everything. Mm, are you a gambling man, Sam? No, not at all. <laughs> I hate that every podcast or radio show I listen to on sports is nothing but the host's stupid picks. They're over-unders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to hear 
about their lines that they're coming up with. <laughs> you heard about the close comments line? It's going to end in a tie. Over. Okay. Yes. Over. I mean, I'm really just burning time because I don't know what this means. Is this when they like do the thing where they hike the person over their head like a weightlifter? Mm, that's called a gorilla press. Hmm, okay. That's just the name of the move, but that's not what being over is. Is it short for over the top? Is it bad acting? Is it being hammy? Mm, that's pretty, you're on the, I would say you're on the path. You're no, more, so it's yeah. acting adjacent. Because sort of, it, 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 this is also about the crowd as well. It's indicative of the performance. Is it when the person is doing the thing before the performance, when they're just talking into the microphone? You know what? That is correct. I'm going to give it to you because what being over really refers to is a wrestler and or his character generating a reaction from the fans that is indicative of what he is playing. So if he's a heel, be considered over, you would be getting booze and you suck chance. While if you're a baby face, so a good guy, you're considered over when you're the crowd reacts to you winning or you doing things to defy the the heel. So basically, like, you know, a lot of wrestling fans, going back to use a term, are marks. They will, like, cheer for the villain if they don't like how boring the baby face is. So, yeah, usually being over means you're getting the reaction that you were written to get, you know, which won't always happen just based on like, if you're a wrestler, that's like a fan favorite, but is now a bad guy. It's hard to be over if you're critically loved. Like if John Cena ever became a bad guy, which he would never do because of like how much Make-A-Wish Foundation stuff he does, he could never be over as a bad guy, except for the fans that are like not children. They would be like, oh, now he's evil. I love him. But yeah. So yeah, Sam, I'm going to, I'll give you a bonus point for that. That's okay. We'll, we'll just consider that a, a nice tangent. Yeah, do you want to hit me with yours? Ah, uh, yes, I will. So uh, this is from Reddit. This is from Aster J, who said he lost favor during the Hong Kong protests by supporting the CCP. Mao Zedong? Incorrect. Hong Kong. Oh, wait, no, this is modern. Okay. <laughs> um, this person's yeah. alive. Yes. Um, wait, how would you classify this person on a D&D alignment chart, if you're familiar? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Well, from reading, the I can comments, read them off, and you can say which one. Oh no, I know what those are, but I'm saying from reading the comments, I, I would say maybe somewhere in the neutral, because I feel like a lot of these comments were very negative towards this person for reasons I didn't know, because I hadn't really cared much about this person. Jack Ma, incorrect. Are they Chinese? Yes. Let's see. They were involved in the Hong Kong protest somehow. Somehow. And they are Chinese. This isn't just some American who decided to have an opinion about the protest. Is it this? Uh, it, fuck, I don't know her name. Is it the actress who played Mulan? Who, Incorrect. There was some controversy about the live action Mulan actress, like carrying water for the CCP or something. Mm, I have more comments whenever you want them. Oh, yeah. Give me the other comments. Replying to Astro J's comment was Svanzi von Swans, who said, this is it. He didn't only support CCP, but also the way he does it. This changed the international perception of him, and he has a difficulty finding international jobs since. Jackie Chan? Correct. Okay, I had no idea he was involved at all, and I guess that makes sense. Neither did I. Yeah, so... This is from r slash no stupid questions. Someone asked, what happened to Jackie Chan? He was everywhere in the early 2000s, and now you never hear about him. Anybody know what happened to him? So people chimed in. A lot of people just said he got old. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Other people said, yeah, it's because he's supporting the CCP. But a lot a lot being him, him being old, you know, not needing to act as much. But I don't know if I've ever seen a Jackie Chan movie. I've seen know. mostly his movies in America, like. I've seen Rush yeah, Hour. Yeah, have not seen Rush Hour. Shanghai Noon. I think the most recent one I saw Foreigner. was The Foreigner. Uh, I was just going to say The Foreigner. 
That was apparently his last movie. So that he was him done. kind of taking a Liam Neeson type role. Oh, gosh. And Liam Neeson is still cranking him out. Him and Gerard <laughs> Butler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My next one is from YouTube. And these are comments on a YouTube channel called Biography. And so the first one's from GH says, you forgot to mention that he put the poison in an apple and died after biting into it, which is the Apple computers and iPhone logo that they strenuously deny so that they don't have to pay out royalties. And then someone underneath says, is this true? And then someone else says, that's not the reason why they deny it. And then someone else says, who could they have to pay royalties to? And then someone else says, I read Steve Jobs said it looks too much like a peach and it made it obvious to be it was an apple with a bite taken out of it. But I'm not sure Steve Jobs actually said that himself. Is this Adam from Adam and Eve? This is not a video about Adam, no. (laughs) Although Uh, that's probably one of the other theories, what the Apple and the Apple computers is supposed to be a reference i didn't didn't even know i just thought there was a bite taken out of it (laughs) yeah i I mean people think it's like the apple of knowledge maybe i don't know i don't know that has a real explanation it's just a logo i mean how many things can an apple look like an apple can be full (laughs) it can have a bite out of it or it can have a worm coming out of it but no i have a lot more comments too oh okay because i feel like i'm i don't know i don't know who else could die from eating an apple well, Alex says, how we treat visionaries. So maybe like a faux genius. Is I wouldn't say alive. faux genius. I would say a genuine genius. No, not alive. Oh, okay. Because died of a poisoned apple. <laughs> is that how he really died? Yeah. I don't know who that could be. Um, is it Albert Einstein? No, you're in the right track, though. Oh, uh, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Stephen Hawking. Joshua says, I was watching memes and found myself here. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) And and Gabrielle says, I was wondering why your videos don't have that many views despite the idea of them. Now I know why. Very bad hosts, I guess. And the storytelling is abysmal. Some critique of the video itself. Did you like find like a really random video of this person? It's this channel on YouTube just called Biography. So it has all these... What's like the viewer subscriber count? They have a pretty high subscriber count, but kind of low views per video. Interesting. I mean, the video was normal to me. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. And then... Spiritus Mundi 70 says the father of modern AI. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos didn't, didn't. No, no. This is someone earlier on. Is this like a coder? Yeah, but probably not in the way you're thinking. He would not have seen an iPhone. This person would not have lived to see an iPhone. Is it George Mendel? I don't know who that is, but no, it's not. But it's a man. I know that much. It is a man, yeah. And I assume he's white. Correct. (laughs) That's it. I figured it out. Um... Now narrow it down from there. How many things have white men invented? Quite a few, I'd say. (laughs) Josiah Luster says, Blank isn't the inventor for automatic computing or modern computing. That title goes to Charles Babbage, who really isn't credited enough. He made the first automatic digital computer in 1830. It never got finished, and many tried to finish it. Blank was one of the closest to finishing it, but still failed when it was finished in 2002. And Rashid says, you wouldn't be watching this video if it wasn't for blank. And the last comment on the bottom of the comments page says, first, first, on my way to the top. Oh, boy. There was a movie about this person, too. 
Oh, then I was it down. This person also was one of the people who created a machine that solved the Einstein Dungeons problem. That's all one word, including problem. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? Now yeah, I know exactly. who it is. <laughs> and then despite completely not pronouncing that correctly, you know what it is. <laughs> uh, did this person die young? Yeah, they 50s, died pretty younger. 40s. Yeah, I mean, maybe younger than, yeah, maybe 40s. Winston Churchill said this person made the single biggest contribution to the war. Oh, oh, you fool. Now I know who it is. It's, <laughs> okay. Alan, it's Alan Turing. Correct. Yeah, this is Alan Turing. And yeah, well, you know, after the war, because he was gay, he was given this choice between taking hormone therapy or going to prison. So he decided to take hormone therapy. And he died from eating like a cyanide laced apple. Some people like his friends and his mother actually think he didn't intentionally commit suicide, that he was actually doing experiments with cyanide. Like he didn't intentionally put cyanide on the apple, but it's hard to oh, know, know for sure. And there's also a conspiracy that the British government poisoned him because they were paranoid that he'd give away secrets. Yeah, and he's also known for, like, yeah, the Turing test. Apparently that test got passed by an AI called Eugene Gustman in 2014. Horrible name for an AI. Uh, passed the <laughs> Turing test. And that AI was designed to be like a teenage boy. And over 30% of people couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, that's like, that's like the scary future that maybe we're not really, or we're just starting to like be on the cusp of is like AI and like deep fakes. Right. Yeah. Know, like it's not going in a great direction. Not looking but anyway. forward to it. I wonder if the people who judged that AI or tested it were teenagers or adults. Because I feel like an adult might just think like, yeah, it sounds like a teenager. Whereas a oh, teenager sure, might yeah. be able to tell better whether something was like a genuine teenager. Like I think age kind of changes how attuned you are to someone of a different age. But anyway, yeah. That's Alan true, Turing. Yeah. So this is, uh, we're on Reddit. Um, this is from C. Gath who says, there is a big stink about putting a woman on the $20 bill. She should go first. Absolute hero patriot. Save thousands of allied troops. God bless Blaine. Until you said the part about saving the allied troops, I was going to guess Harriet Tubman. Yeah, that's who probably should be on the $20 bill. Wasn't she going to be on, oh, the $10 bill, like replacing mm. Andrew Jackson? Oh, sure. Yeah, I get him. I thought there was some talk of that. Okay, who would be on the $20 bill? Who, yeah, is that like the women don't deserve the $100 bill, but they deserve the $20 bill? Well, it doesn't go in order of like the currency's importance, does it? Because George Washington's well, on the one and Lincoln's on he's the, the penny. Well, yeah, because he's the first president. We'll put him on the dollar. But also smaller bills you kind of encounter more often. So you actually see mm. that person. Like you see Abraham Lincoln or George Washington's face more often than like benjamin franklin's because i don't know i'm not carrying a bunch of hundreds around I, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true okay so someone who was involved in world war ii allied effort eleanor roosevelt incorrect american though right i assume if they're putting them on money i assume yeah is this someone who dressed as a boy and fought no, in world war ii no 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 is it not a real person but is it the rosie the riveter Booster. <laughs> no, no, that's not a real person, is it? Like that's not. Uh, no, it, yeah, it just just like how Uncle Riveter. Sam's not real. Yeah, well, I guess Uncle Sam's supposed to be Abraham Lincoln. Right? Uh, I, don't I, don't, I didn't think so. I thought he might be based on a real person, but not Abraham Lincoln. Can look that up while I puzzle over who this could be. 
I mean, I have comments that like reveal more than the broad strokes. If you oh, like. by all means, yeah, reveal. It to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <Okay>. me the answer. <laughs> um, let me dredge my brain a little. Amelia Earhart had nothing to do with World War II, right? And was probably dead before that, right? I, I actually remember. don't know. I don't know I don't exactly know, when she died. I don't, yeah, I don't know when she died either. But but this obviously like is not her, right? It's not. No, <laughs> I thought that would be too easy for our first episode of People Podcast. I was like, no, I'm not going to do Amelia Earhart. Sam's going to guess that immediately. Depending on how it's framed, I guess. Is she the most famous woman known for dying? Mm. Well, we don't. Know if she, we don't even know if she's dead. Though, so uh, Marilyn Monroe, maybe. Oh yeah, I guess her her death. Yeah, Incor- incorrect. And also, that was guess. not a guess. <laughs> don't <laughs> enter that as a guess. Minus one point. Yeah, we don't really have a punitive system here. <laughs> Otherwise, we don't. We we'd always just be in the negative. Maybe run a few few more. Sure. Yeah. Me. Sure. This is from Kelco. Who said she also helped Howard Hughes with the streamlined aerodynamic design of the modern airplane by going to the library and looking at pictures of the fastest birds and fish in nature and designing a plane based on what she saw. HH and she were friends. He even once gave her a mini toolkit she carried with her and he regularly used. Catherine Hepburn. Incorrect. Ava Gardner. Incorrect. Fuck. Actress or not? Actress. <laughs> uh, is it that? Uh, it's not Ava Gardner, right? It's, oh, uh, Hedy Lamar. Correct. Yes, Sam, you were correct. This is uh, from r slash people are metal. <laughs> so, so just badass humans, I guess. Hedy Lamar escaped from her Nazi husband by disguising herself as her own maid, became a top actress in Hollywood, and then co-developed a radio guidance system for Allied torpedoes, the principles of which were incorporated into today's Bluetooth and GPS technology. Oh, she married Pretty, a Nazi? From what I understand from reading these comments, he was like Nazi adjacent. Like he was like probably like a facilitator of some sort. No, so not one that, I'd be familiar with. No, no, I don't it wasn't think like so. Oscar Drawanger or something. Who? (laughs) Did you know about this about Hedy Lamarr? She was, this is by Suave Warrior, who said she was famous for portraying the first female orgasm in a major motion picture, Ecstasy, in 1933. It just shows the, oh, face, but she is obviously orgasming from getting ahead. Mel Brooks mocked her in the movie Blazing Saddles, and she sued him for slander and lost. I don't know if any of that's true. Yeah, I don't think you should be able to sue someone for slander just for making fun of you in a movie. Right, you know, his satire and all that. People didn't um, know what it was. Did Howard Hughes produce that movie? Oh, maybe. That would have made sense. He did do a plane movie, didn't he? Like, Wings oh, of Fury oh, or... <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I would uh, say I keep thinking Hell's about... Angels, a... maybe? Oh, yeah. I think... Uh, not motorcycles, though. Planes. I mean, you know, as much of a cinephile I am, I don't really dabble in like early Hollywood, but my girlfriend is big into it. And I said, name a woman, any woman. And she said Hedy Lamar. So I was like, I'll look her up. And then I found some comments. Yeah, it's one of the more interesting actresses of that time, probably, right? Yeah. She had so much else going on. But yeah, cool. My next one is from r slash history meme. Nice. And this one is called blank was truly the Chad of her century. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so joy joy says wait a second that woman is dressing as a man burn her at the stake and apocalypseos says wait does she weigh the same as a duck so I, I don't know if that's was that some test for like witches back in the day 
And then um, um, the laws for witches seem to be all over the board. So someone who was burned at the stake, and I have a lot more comments as well. Uh, Joan of Arc. Fuck, you got it right after that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's some good comments on this post. Yeah, read them out. Joan of Arc was truly the Chad of her century. Train Modler said, Joan of Arc predicted Dunkirk. And I'll just say that's not confirmed. I did not. I When you Google Joan of Arc and Dunkirk, uh, nothing comes up. <laughs> Zero Google searches. Yeah, exactly. Kensai Hamura says, best part is there's no way for Britain to spin the story of Joan in their favor. Either she's God's chosen who told her to have the British abandon their aspirations of imperialism for a few centuries or a schizophrenic cheerleader whore peasant girl. And either way, she kicked their asses all the same. And someone else says, it's interesting to see her depiction in Shakespeare's Henry VI Part One. She's essentially the main villain of the play who consorts with demons and has a fling with the Dauphin while hypocritically flaunting her virgin status just goes to show how one nation's hero is another nation's boogeyman. And someone else says, I feel like Napoleon has taken the place of Joan of Arc in that regard. I'm not saying that either was better or worse, but he was more recent. And we can also hardly claim Hitler as our boogeyman because he's a boogeyman to pretty much everyone worldwide. So yeah, this was a thread on Joan of Arc. Well, here's your chance to make this end in a tie with my my final person. This is under r slash today I learned. Great place for people that are just like, I'm going to go look on Wikipedia and then I'm going to make a Reddit article. But did you guys know that this person did this? Anyway, this comment is from Ryokyo Knight, who said, Very likely fictional, though the Persians did believe in nature deities, and thus, if it did happen, the Persians would have been trying to punish the deity of water slash storm rather than the water itself. The Persians would have believed because blank had a divine right to rule, such as deities of nature, would have been slaves, and thus would have been subservient to their, in quotations, owner. Again, though, the events are described as likely gross exaggerations of what occurred, if anything in fact happened at all. It is more likely the Greeks were playing up a lesser event like the Persians formally admonishing any potential deity that would stand in their way, or perhaps making the whole story up to mock a hated rival and underscore the perceived tyranny they felt kneeling to the Persians would bring. Okay, this sounds like a fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds mythological. Persians, though. The obese giant in 300 with the lobster claw hands that beheads the generals that Xerxes is displeased (laughs) with when they fail to get past the Spartans. Okay, this is like a Persian and contemporary with Hellenistic Greece or what, sure, ancient yeah. Greece. Yeah. Ancient world though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're fully human though. Whether yeah. they exist. Yeah, they're real, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, they're they're human. But it's debatable whether they exist. Well, I guess like their exploits debated. Gilgamesh? Incorrect. Ancient Persian, not like a Gorgon or something. I mean, I guess that'd be Greece. Has this person been featured in a movie? <laughs> yeah. They have? Yeah. Is it Xerxes? Correct. She <laughs> just didn't say his name. <laughs> yeah, he's guessing all his sidekicks. <laughs> yeah, this T-I-L is specifically the Persian king Xerxes was so enraged after a storm destroyed his bridges that he ordered the sea to be given 300 lashes and branded it with red hot irons as the soldiers shouted at the water. Oh yeah, I do remember that from my high school world history class. Didn't he build that bridge out of a bunch of boats like lashed together? Well, I guess like what this whole is talking about is like Herodotus and like his writings. So if you're familiar with him at all, but I guess like he traveled around and collected stories about history. Yeah. In this time Herodotus period. Or, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Herodotus, Herodotus, whatever it is. I think he was uh, known for fabricating a lot of stuff too. Yeah, which or is maybe makes, fabricating. Which would make sense because how are you going to give those C three hundred lashes? Right. Well, just have someone standing on like a boat, just swinging a whip into what? the water. Yeah. Well, that and then have other people just yelling at the water. That's the funny part. I do actually remember some detail, I think, that is from Herodotus that (laughs) he went to Egypt and for some reason he saw these skulls and some were seemed thicker than other skulls for some reason. And the Egyptians there said, yeah, it's because people around here have their heads like uncovered. So the sun is beating down on their heads. So their skulls are thicker (laughs) because they're exposed to the sun more often. And he wrote that down. It seems like he's just very open to whatever people told him (laughs) yeah face value kind of guy or maybe i'm misremembering that particular episode by the way they don't have any pictures or well obviously don't know pictures but did xerxes look anything like he looked in 300 like no but eight foot tall hairless guy with (laughs) earrings covered in baby oil This is the first person I chose because I was like, Sam will probably know about Xerxes. And if he doesn't, he'll know about the movie 300. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One of my favorite movies. (laughs) Definitely the best Snyder movie. But I found uh, an interview with, I guess, the actor that was uh, Xerxes in 300. And he said, yeah, my entire like time filming that is a blur because I just remember every day. I had to be reshaven, like down, <laughs> down completely, and then covered in oil. And he says that might seem like a euphoric experience for some, but it was hell for me. <laughs> Sounds unpleasant. And also, they had to use camera tricks and CG to make him appear like two and a half feet taller than everyone else, right? Yeah, it's like he was like the that. gods of Egypt in that movie. If you've seen that, oh movie. yeah, yeah. All the gods in that movie are like noticeably taller than the humans in a way that's very weird because they're not giant but they're significantly taller than everyone else. It just looks so strange when they share like a frame with a person. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Sam. This was a success for me. Do you think next time we should open up to fictional people as well? I would say I would keep it within the realm of people who at least debatably exist. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah, Xerxes Because we could do close, a whole other episode on fictional like, characters. Oh, okay, yeah. Johnny Appleseed. I mean, he was real. Is the Joker going to be one of them? <laughs> yeah. Were there any, any other people that you uh, debated, including? Well, when I finished, I was like, oh, two actors. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to read off some of my outtakes of people that I considered including and maybe oh, say, perfect. Do say, that so say that I don't if you get the think you would have gotten any of these. Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols. Are you familiar with him? No. Good thing I didn't include that. I almost did. Stay away from music that isn't like mainstream music. I feel like <laughs> okay. I Okay. I also had Gene Simmons was another one of Kiss. Oh, yeah. I know Gene Simmons. Okay. I considered him. Oscar Durlwanger, the horrible Who? Nazi. <laughs> he was this awful like SS Nazi. This is just, again, this, again, this is the serial killer episode. Episode. Um, John McAfee, the crazy. Are you familiar with John McAfee? No, I don't know who that is. He was the crazy guy who got rich off computer security software, but he ended up having his own island and just doing all kinds of crazy oh. stuff on his own private island or something like that uh, in the middle of nowhere. Attila the Hun was another one. Yeah. Familiar. I know um, him. And Kylie Minogue. Who? Uh, singer. <laughs> so oh. I, I wasn't aware that I, I shouldn't include singers. I'll know about singers only in the way that you like know about memes like, for why for why they're famous. Like I won't know if, if there's something music related like, you know. Right. Yeah. 
Pele? No, I don't know. The soccer is. player? Okay. Oh, Pele? Yeah. They yeah. said Hele. I was like, Hele. Oh, no. yeah. You it's name any soccer. I'm big on soccer, so any you name any soccer player, I'll know him. More so soccer or wrestling? Uh, probably soccer. I'm like, I feel like that's my main like focus in my free time. I think that concludes the show today with ending as it should end with another three to three tie, a three to three tie instead of a five to five tie. Only the numbers change. All right. So, uh, yeah, thanks. And uh, see you next time. See you in the bloopers. Like, I remember seeing a bumper sticker that was like, if you can read this, thank a teacher. I I haven't seen that one, I don't think. I've seen (laughs) the one that I've read the one that says, if you can read this, you're following too closely. (laughs) But there's like, yeah, like, oh, you wouldn't be you. You wouldn't even be born if it wasn't for Steve Jobs. You know, you wouldn't have (laughs) an iPad. You wouldn't have an iPad because your parents met on Hinge or whatever. They went on a They met on a dating app. Trench warfare with the ladies. Wasn't trench? I guess yeah. Trench warfare was World War Two. No, trench warfare was for the fourteen-year-old boys <laughs> who never got to grow Did... old. So they were. Friends. I thought he produced some movie that was controversial at the time for I don't know. Sex the Aviator. Stuff. Yeah. Oh. Or he p- produces a movie in the future. Oh, Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that was Vince Vaughn in that movie? <laughs> I think. I think John Travolta. Uh, went awful well. mo- yeah, John Travolta. Went <laughs> awful movie.